0: Hendrix Regional Health, your healthcare partner that has been nationally recognized for creating outstanding patient experiences, is proud to present Health Talks with HRH. Here's Melanie Cole. Vaccination is one of the best ways parents can protect infants, children, and teens from potentially harmful diseases. Vaccine preventable diseases can be very serious, may require hospitalization, or even be deadly, especially in infants and young children. My guest today is Dr. Tony Giaquinta. He's a pediatric hospitalist at Hendricks Regional Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Giaquinta. So tell us about vaccines as our children are little and babies. What are the vaccines that you feel are most important? for parents to know about and following the schedule?
1: Oh, gosh, that's like asking who my favorite child is. They're all so important, and I like them all the same. Um, You know, parents sometimes ask, you know, is there any vaccine that I should forego or that you think I should skip? And the answer is no. You hit the nail on the head, Melanie. These are really dangerous illnesses, and they, in fact, can be deadly. You know, it's, it's interesting. This is such a case of out of sight, out of mind, where we just don't see... The devastating consequences of a lot of these vaccine-preventable illnesses. The easiest ones to think about are like polio or tetanus. Um, these are illnesses that you can certainly give a Google, and the image is worth probably more than a 1,000 words. Um, they, polio is still around, and it's endemic in certain countries, but we don't see it anymore in the United States. Tetanus is the same thing. We very, very rarely see tetanus, but it is an incredibly dangerous illness. Um, So these are just a a couple of the um, illnesses that we can totally prevent and, in fact, eliminate with um, appropriate use and uh, administration of vaccination.
0: So then let's start with the first ones that the little babies receive and then kind of work your way up into the toddlers and teens.
1: Excellent. So when when the baby first comes to my hospital... Um, before they go they will get a hepatitis b vaccine and a lot of you think boy hepatitis b isn't that something that adults get and it causes terrible liver disease why are we giving this to babies well that's exactly right right this is usually an adult illness and but the the thing is is that about 90 percent of infected illnesses uh, infants will get a chronic infection the risk certainly goes down as the child gets older but You know, we do see that about 15 to 25 percent of chronic infections will turn into a serious liver disease like cirrhosis or even cancer. So right off the bat, we are preventing illness Um, after uh, um, you get to your doctor when they're two months old. They'll get another round of vaccines and that will consist of a pneumococcal vaccination. Pneumococcus causes um, commonly causes ear infections and pneumonias. And we are seeing now, now that we cover 13 strains of this, that we're seeing way less ear infections and pneumonias from pneumococcus. Um, Along with that, we will also give a diphtheria diphtheria shot. This is another one that we very rarely see nowadays, but it is, in fact, very dangerous. We see it um, usually as a sore throat, and then it can, in in fact, um, block the entire airway. Uh, The toxin is incredibly dangerous um, in areas where they don't vaccinate for diphtheria. The mortality rate is about 40 to 50 percent of those who uh, get the illness. Um, the other one that's very important that we get that we start at about two months old is the hemophilus influenza vaccine. Um, this is a very dangerous bacteria. Um, about one in 200 kids would usually develop the invasive disease before they were five. Um, and 50 percent would have meningitis, um, which is a serious infection around the brain. Um, now that we vaccinate it, we very rarely see meningitis from haemophilus influenza. It, it's so interesting. When kids come to my hospital 20 years ago and they had a fever and they were less than three months old, we would almost assume they had meningitis from one of these diseases. Now we very, very rarely have to actually work up for meningitis because we know that vaccines are incredibly effective and they are doing their job. Um, the other ones that are very important um, that we give at one year of life is the measles vaccine. This has really hit the news a lot lately. Um, Believe it or not, in 2001, the United States had declared victory over measles. We won. We had eliminated it from our country. And yet, time and time again in these last 15 years, measles reared its ugly head. Some people wonder, well, how dangerous is it? Well, again, we don't see it a lot, so we don't remember. But, sure, ear infections, pneumonias, these are some of the more common effects of measles. But one in a thousand will get encephalitis. That's a brain infection, okay? And one and about one to two out of a thousand will die from this. Um, we don't see it very much in the United States. Two hundred thousand people in this world every year will die from measles. Um, and so this is something that we don't see, but it is certainly there and is certainly dangerous. And we can prevent it. We can eliminate it again from the country with appropriate use of vaccine. Varicella, or otherwise known as chicken pox. That's the one that we, most of us in our 30s probably had when we were younger. But again, we don't see it anymore. Victory to science. We have a vaccine for this. We remember that it itched and that it was annoying. But the truth is is that about 11,000 kids got hospitalized from chickenpox and maybe about 100 or so would die every year. Um, and, and so these are the really the common uh, vaccines that, that we think about. Um, the other one that I certainly recommend for every parent that comes in is the influenza vaccine. Um, the, this is a vaccination that we remember to get every year, and so we kind of wonder every year, Boy, do we really need it? Absolutely, the answer is yes. Every year we see kids hospitalized with influenza, and they get incredibly, incredibly sick. They can get dehydrated they can get serious pneumonias and, in fact, die from this. We have all of the doctors in the health health field have a case where we have seen a child die from influenza, and it's devastating.
0: Dr. Giaquinta, as kids get into their teen years, there are some new specific vaccines that you're recommending. Speak about HPV and the meningitis vaccine for before they go to college.
1: Boy, what would you say if I told you that we have a medicine that can prevent Cancer. I mean, this is the holy grail we're talking about, a medicine that prevents cancer. We have so much research and dollars going into treating cancer. What if we could prevent cancer? That is exactly what the HPV vaccine can accomplish. Um, the HPV, the strains that we protect against against HPV are the strains that um, predispose a woman or a male to very serious uh, forms of cancer. Um, for women that's cervical cancer, and for men, less commonly it's uh, penile cancer. but importantly, we both both sexes need to be vaccinated for this because it is a sexually transmitted disease, and half of the group will be spreading it to the other half. so it makes sense to certainly um, vaccinate both men and female. Uh, especially in their teenage years, against uh, HPV. Certainly, we are not um, endorsing promiscuity by um, uh, administrating a- an HPV vaccine. We're simply acknowledging that at one point, if, when, uh, when they are old enough and ready to have sexual intercourse, that they will be prevented from, protected against this very dangerous disease. Um, the, the other one that's really hit the streets lately is the meningococcal vaccine uh, that you mentioned. Um, again, every year there will be an outbreak in a college. The most recent one was uh, the deadly case in Princeton. Um, I'm sorry, I don't think it was deadly, but the very serious case in Princeton is when uh, several, I believe seven or eight students contracted meningitis um, due to the mening- meningococcal uh, bacteria. Um, and what we know is that uh, there have been no reported outbreaks where there was an appropriate level of vaccination of the meningitis vaccine.
0: So what do you tell parents that ask you about the safety and the efficacy and the schedule? And they have questions about getting more than one at a time or the combinations like DTAP. What do you tell them every day, doctor?
1: Well, every case is a little different because, like you just said, a lot of people have many different questions about vaccinations. And every question deserves a personal Answer. Um, you brought up a lot of different issues about vaccine safety, too many at once, and so every of every of those questions really deserves a specific answer. And we have very well known scientific answers to all of those that will make parents feel safe about um, giving their child vaccinations. Um, what I what I really always just uh, encourage parents to to know is that I care and love their child, and that I want them to thrive and be healthy. And with my scientific and medical background, this is absolutely the safest, most effective form of medicine that I could offer your child. We think of antibiotics as kind of our, again, our, maybe our holy grail of medicine, something that can kill the bacteria. Vaccines are so much better. They have a much lower risk side effect profile. And importantly, they prevent a disease from even occurring. That is fantastic. And, and so it's, it's really that um, close relationship to the family and that level of trust uh, that is most important between me and my patient uh, to help encourage them to vaccinate their child. If they have questions, I encourage them uh, to go look up their and bring their resources in, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, the, the more that we can have an open dialogue and build that relationship of trust, the more that they will understand that all I really want is for their child to be healthy and thrive.
0: Wow, thank you so much. Your passion certainly shows, Doctor, and what a great wrap-up. It's such important information, and thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Health Talks with HRH, Hendricks Regional Health. And for more information, you can go to Hendricks.org. That's Hendricks.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.